This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Nicole Leno is a startup founder, business and mindset coach, and the host of the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. She helps entrepreneurs eliminate limiting beliefs and expand their mindset so they can become limitless. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. How are you? I am awesome. I am so super stoked that you're here. And I'll tell you why, because I've been talking a lot about mindset lately, because it is so important to your productivity and your overall wellness in life. But when you talked about limitless, it, it gets me even more excited because I am actually doing Tony Robbins UPW virtual next weekend, June 3rd to the 6th and four 16 hour days. But I heard from everyone I know who've gone through it. It is utterly life-changing. So I'm really super stoked about talking to you about all these beliefs that are causing us not to be the best versions of ourselves. I love it. Well, that makes me even more, I was excited to come on here, but now I'm even more excited and congratulations on your UPW. I have heard that it is wonderful. I have not participated myself yet, but it is called Unleash the Power Within, not Unleash the Power of all the stuff that you could put inside <laughs> yourself. It is about you unlocking the magic that's in you. And that's, that is, and you know, I don't think anybody necessarily starts out there either, where they're not like you don't start a business and you're like, you know what I have to do? I have to tap into my inner greatness. It's that's what got you into it in the first place, but you probably didn't know that. You just had this inner knowing, you had this calling where you're like, I think I have something more to offer. And you don't really trust that in the beginning. You trust it enough to take the step. And then you're like, what's all the stuff I have to learn? And you have trouble. So you're like, I need to get, I have to be, get better at time management. I have to get better at organization. I have to get better at all these things. And you get good at those things. And eventually you will bump up against yourself. And that happens at different times for people. But usually when you want to get to, there's a level that you get to where the hustle is no longer enough. And you're like, but I still want more. And that's when you look to unleash the power within. I love how you said that because for the longest time, I'm very transparent with my listener, by the way, I struggled making money. And I went from coach to coach to coach to coach, finally got a coach that says, you know why you're not making a lot of money? This is before, you know, 2021, you have a mental block with, with money. I'm like, I do. She goes, yeah, if, if you can't fix that part, the money is just not going to come to you because money's kind of scared of, of people who have scarcity mindsets. And, and I thought. I naively thought when I invested in her that we're going to talk about funnels and we're talking about lead magnets. We're going to talk about courses. And she goes, no, you got all that stuff in spades. It's what's between your ears. That's where your, your mindset block is. And I, I came up with this term. I don't know if I'm the first one that came up with it, but mindset constipation. In other words, <laughs> you like that? I don't know if I've originated it or not, but we, I was in my own way. And I think a lot of people are in their own way. And that's one of the reasons, even though I'm not looking forward to 15 to 16 hour days with Tony Robbins, I heard you won't even know it's 15 to 16 hours a day there. It's like so much content. You can't possibly take all the notes. It's so immersive because I, like so many other people, 
are getting their own ways. Now, some people are not in as much of their way as other people are, but mindset is something we need to talk about because I believe everyone, I read his book, Tony Robbins book, Awaken the Giant Within. I believe we all have a giant within us. The problem is we're blocking our own greatness. We are. And, and that takes, that takes some courage to admit too, because it's much easier. Like I, I look at it like we are computers. This is a, an analogy that I feel like people can make a lot of sense out of that. If you think about yourself, your brain and the way that you are as a, the way a computer operates, you know, when you have your phone or you have a computer, you're like, okay, I have this base and now I'm going to put all these apps in and I'm going to, I'm going to run all these applications and that's how I'm going to get everything done. Now, there are upgrades that are made to the operating system all the time in order for those apps to work. And if you think about yourself and you as the operating system and all the apps and the things that you are buying and consuming and trying to install in yourself to run, but if your operating system is not upgraded to the level of being able to run one of these programs, you will find yourself stuck. You're going to get all the stuff. You're going to get the strategy. Everybody wants the strategy. We want the skills. And I, I say I'm a type A hippie. I started out, I, I am like super type A. I would like, because that's, we, we have, we all have strategies for getting through life. We all have strategies for success. What worked for us so far? Me working hard, being super dependable, being like just somebody who could solve problems in my corporate career. That was, that was, I worked on Wall Street for six years. That was like my genius. I was really good at it and I was rewarded for it. But that only goes so far that my operating system, when I no longer could take in the strategy, when I would take in a strategy for content creation or for automating a funnel or for running a course or building a course, I'd run up against these roadblocks that I'd be like, well, and then my natural thought process was, well, I must need another course to figure this out or someone else to teach me something else because something must be missing in this thing that I bought because I bought the thing and it's not working. And it takes some courage to look at it and say, no, maybe it's me. And that's not a judgment on yourself, but it's a recognition that maybe the if the answers are all within you, how much power does that give you? And I think we're a little bit afraid of that power because that means we have to take responsibility for the things that go right, which sometimes that's very difficult for us to even get, give ourselves credit for the success that we have. But And then the things that don't go right, to look at them and say, I created this somehow. Somehow this is a reflection of something internally that's going on in me, not in a way of beating myself up, but to say, well, if if there's a problem, there's also a solution. If the problem exists, the solution exists. If the solution is not outside, it's inside, then if I do the work, it's just sometimes it's hard to look at ourselves. Sometimes it's tough to say, I have a bug in my system and I need to clear it out. It took me a long time. Now I look at them and I'm like, that's just a bug. I could just get to that. What do I have to do? What do I have to, how do I, what do I need to believe in order to not run into this glitch anymore? You got Facebook? Well, I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and I have a Facebook group, both under the name of Mr. Productivity. So if you are into Facebook, if you love Facebook, go look me up on Facebook. Just look for Mr. Productivity. 
Many years ago, I heard the phrase, less is more. And the reason why I bring that up, because you talked about the computer analogy. And a lot of people have way too many apps on their phones and hmm. you're not using them. So why not get rid of them? And I think the same comes with what you just talked about, getting in our own way. And it's not another course, it's me. But sometimes we think more, more knowledge, more courses, more webinars is better when actually it's actually counterintuitive. Less is actually more. Maybe I don't need more courses and more webinars. Maybe I need to go, okay, let me look and see where the problem really is. Because we like to go for that quick, uh, give me a pill, doctor. I, oh, lose weight. Eat non don't eat processed food. No, just give me a pill so I can still eat the crap I'm normally eating. We want the quick fix, but if you truly want to be unlimited, you got to stop, embrace less and more, and go. What is the big problem here? And I think if people would just take the time to dive in, of course, there's that little evil word of time because you can't do this like between meetings or zoom calls or when you're at the red light, you need to sit down and maybe with a piece of paper and someplace quiet without your phone and go, okay, what is my problem? And what do I think is causing my problem? And do a, a brainstorming. The problem is we're always in a hurry to go, 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 go. We don't take time to figure out what is the cause. And as a result, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. And, and this is where if you want to learn a skill, like we're, we're very concerned with learning skills and, and taking in information. If you want to learn a skill, learning how to navigate yourself and your operating system is a skill that will pay you dividends in every aspect of your life forever and ever and ever. Um, we all have strategies. We all have ways that we are like without us knowing it's keeping us where we are, where we are is safe, where we are is our version of stuck. So if I want, if I have a million dollars and I want to have five, I'm stuck at a million. If I want to have a hundred thousand dollars and I'm only making $10,000 a year, then I'm stuck at 10. Like all of these things, just different versions of stuck. Um, but safe equals stuck mm. and it's our brain's job to keep us safe. So what we have to do is start to get, and then this is, you know, what I work through with people is we really start to pay attention to what strategies do we kind of autopilot shift into when things get tough, when, when things go well, <laughs> some of us, some of us pump the brakes and that's what will, it, it, it's only paying attention and having that awareness heightened of what's happening. But it starts with, and for, for the listener out there, that's like, well, what do I do? How do I do it? Um, I love that you said that, that, you know, adding stuff on having too much is not the answer. And that's absolutely the, the my experience as well. Um, I say to people all the time, it's not addition, it's subtraction. <laughs> yes. You, you need to remove all the things that are getting in your way. More stuff is just more distraction. But where it starts for everybody, and, and this is a really funny thing, is getting super duper clear on what you want. Most people don't know what they really want. True. And, and I mean, like, like really detailed about it. Not detailed so much where you get stuck in the how, but what does your life look like in its best vision for yourself. Like if you sat there and thought about it and said, and and why do you want it? Does it invoke some sort of feeling for you? 
if it doesn't invoke a feeling, if you're doing it because it's it's something that you've equated to success. So if you say like, I want a six figure year, that's like a very big, that's a big milestone for a lot of starting, you know, entrepreneurs starting out. I want to hit the six figure year. Why? Why? Why does that matter to you? Because if it matters to you because it's some marker of success that has no basis in reality for you, it will not motivate you. And it might just be stirring up other things. <laughs> so, so what does success look like for you? And it might just be that I get to curl up with my kid for an hour before work because I don't have to rush anywhere. I have a team. I have really filling it out and making it into a real vision. And then pay attention to what comes up. Are there fears? Is there some thought? I guarantee you something will come up. It will either be a thought of, oh my God, that will be awesome. And you start to feel it and it starts to feel like you just have like, you know, someone's giving you like the most wonderful massage and you're like, oh God, this is so good. Or you start to have some fears pop up. Something in you says, you can't have that. Or a th the more often what I find the thoughts are, are things like, I don't know if I really want that. I don't know, or there's something tied to it. I'm equating that success with a loss of time. Oh, well, if I have that much, if I, if I have a business like that, then I'm going to pay more in taxes and then it's going to level out to the same thing. So why am I going to work harder for that? This is a limiting belief. This is a limiting belief pattern that will keep you hitting the brake and just screeching your tire, hitting the gas because there's another foot on the brake. So all you do, you're spinning tires and 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 just screeching out. That is that needs to be dealt with because you can willpower your way through it temporarily, but you will always come back to that roadblock in your way. That thought will poison the well <laughs> continually until you until you clear it. And for me, I work a lot with emotions that are under it because the, the thoughts that you can, you can try to reverse a thought, but it's very difficult to do until you get to the emotion that's tying the thought to you. There's something in there that, that fear comes from someplace. And that's, that's the deeper work that when you start doing that, that's when you really clear things out for good and you can move forward. I get it. You want productivity tips, but your email inbox is, well, out of control. When you follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram Messenger, you'll receive daily bite-sized productivity tips delivered to your phone or desktop for free. Let me help you become more productive, step-by-step, day-by-day. Follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram today. Well, you, you gave us a lot to think about there. So I, I made mm -hmm. notes. So I didn't have to interrupt you because you were, you were in the flow and I didn't want to interrupt you. So <laughs> I want to go back to first of all, what you talk about stuck. I love what Tony Robbins says. It's kind of like you have a thermostat and your house is set to 80 degrees. And all of a sudden the temperature goes 82, 83, 84, 85. After a while that the AC is going to kick on and lower it back to 80 degrees. And the 80 degrees is symbolizing symbolism of your stuckness. Okay. It's it colder. It warms up to 80. It's warm, colder, hotter. It keeps going because you are stuck at 80. And I, I want people to keep that analogy in mind. You also talked about the, the more taxes. And I heard Grant Cardone, maybe in one of his books or something said, you want to pay more taxes because theoretically, if you're paying more taxes, you're making more money. 
So you should celebrate, like you said about the limiting beliefs. Oh, I got to pay more taxes. No, celebrate it because you're making more money. You're serving more people. And the other thing is, I really like how you went really deep on clarity for us. A lot of people have no idea what they want in their life. You say, well, what are your goals? Uh, hope I make it till tonight. I hope I make it to the weekend. Hope I make it to the end of the year. I'm like, no, that's not what we're talking about. What do you want to do? And again, like I said earlier, you can't do this like between commercials or in the car or between Zoom meetings. You need to sit down and go, okay, what do I really want this year, next year, three years from now, five years from now? And think about it. I think people don't want to, I don't know, do the exercise because like it's it's not tangible like like this microphone and this MacBook. It's not something you can hold. And people go, well, yeah, I know I should. Like prime example is New Year's resolutions. I hate New Year's resolutions. I mm -hmm. love goals, specific goals. I want to lose 25 pounds by May 1st, 2022, specific goals. And I'm going to do this, this, and this to do that. Okay. I'm a daily runner. So my yearly goal is to run a thousand miles. Pretty easy. Either I ran a thousand miles or I didn't run a thousand miles, but you can't have vague goals. You can't say, I want to be better. I want to be calmer. I want to be more patient. You, you got to be able to measure it because uh, who is the management guru that says if it's, if you, you have to measure it to make it happen. There's something along that. Do you, do you remember that quote? I, it's eluding me right now. Oh, it's, um, if, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. Yeah. Something like that. I don't that remember one. some really famous guy that you and I can't think mm -hmm. of right now, but it, it's true. You have to measure. So when you create your goals, when you get clear, you have to be clear on your clarity. That sounds kind of like a play with words, but you got to be really crystal clear and there's no wrong answers. Well, I guess there is. If you want to like kill everybody in the world and and blow up the planet, that may not be a good worthy goal, but most people don't want to do that. Most people want to have goals. And I just empower people, encourage people and cheer people on. Please take the time to think about what you want to do with your life. Don't let your, like Tony Robbins says, life happens for you, not to you. So don't blame COVID, the government, the economy. Say, look at what can I do? And I think people should start there. For sure. And I, I think that, you know, I think a lot of people don't commit to goals. They don't make goals. They don't look at goals. They don't envision the future because they're afraid that they can't make it happen. So again, limiting belief, limiting thoughts, your way of thinking is getting in the way of you doing the things that will help you create the life that you say you want. But the first commitment is, can you envision it? Can you see it? in a way that's real. And we stop envisioning because the pain can sometimes be too great that because there's a part of us that says, we can't have that. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking about it. Why are you doing this to us? I, this pain, this is painful. Please, please stop. And, and so that, that I often find, and I work with people where I'm like, what's the vision? What is, what is it that you want? And I, I always say that there's, there's different strategies. Like I was saying earlier, there's different strategies that we use to, because the, the brain, the subconscious is very, very clever and it, 
it is us. So there's nothing in the world that knows how to get around our stuff like our own mind. And its job is to keep us safe. So it uses these strategies to autopilot us around the things that could be potentially painful. So what do we do? We have these different strategies. We have a strategy of distracting. We have the strategy of people-pleasing. We shift into doing things for others and we get off track that way. We distract. So we, we start doing other things that seem productive so we can feel like we're doing something more. We become perfectionists. So we get super, we try to control the whole thing and white knuckle it and push, push, push. That is a, that is actually a counterproductive strategy that we can use. Um, so there's all of these ways that we do it where we still feel like we're doing something, but this is how you burn out. You burn out because you are working so hard. These strategies are just firing without you really being aware of them until you become aware. And, and they are causing you to burn time, burn energy and not achieve what you want. So what does that do? Keeps you right where you are. Keeps you right at that thermostatic level, like you said, which is another way that they put it is the upper limit problem. Yep. There's a great book called The Big Leap, where that is what it's all about by Gay Hendricks, um, which uh, um, that that book, he kind of coined the phrase, the upper limit problem, where there's reasons that we feel like we, which is sort of, it, it sort of equates to that that age old saying of you get the love you feel you deserve. You get the life you feel you deserve. Your thermostatic level is set to your level of deserving in your own mind, your level of worthiness. And there are all different reasons that that's set to the number that it is, but it's our job to practice turning that up and pay attention when that invisible hand comes in and starts to turn it down, starts to kick on that AC and say, no, 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 you belong down here. You have to, this is where you have to make that decision where you're like, I'm going to be so keenly aware of when these things are happening that I can stop it. And I pay very close attention to what comes up when they do, because that's how you get into the operating system. That's how you rewrite your code. I love that. And uh, one of the, and I quote Tony Robbins a lot because I really like what he teaches. He said, you will never change until the, listen to this folks, until the pain of staying is greater than the pain of changing. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again in case you missed it. You're on a run, you're walking the dog, maybe you had to pick up poop at this time, whatever. <laughs> it's a real, life is real. You will never change until the pain of staying is greater than the pain of leaving changing, whatever the case may be. A lot of people I've heard that when I heard first heard this, I, I laughed so hard is people are in their own, their own clothing and they're wearing a diaper and they wet their diaper, but they know they should change, but it's my pee and it's warm and uncomfortable. And it's kind of gross to think about it, but that's true. People are like, well, it's not really that bad yet. And they won't change. And people like you and me and Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and Brendan Bouchard and all these people are trying to get people to say, look at, if you are not recognizing that where you are now is not going to get you where you want to go, you're going to be there today, next week, next year, 10 years from now, because there's nothing to get you to move. That's why I love coaches. That's why I love people like Tony Robbins and all the other people I mentioned, because they are passionate about getting you to live. Like Tony Robbins says, live with passion, 
Listener, are you living life with passion every day? I wake up every day like a little boy at Christmas morning. What is the day going to entail for me? What am I going to learn? Who am I going to meet? Like I, I met Nicole for the first time today. Uh, I mean, we had a pre-call, but this is the first time I've actually seen her. You know, do you wake up every day excited Sunday through Saturday? Or do you wake up every day going, oh, it's another day. You get to choose. You get to choose. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else we can possibly say, Nicole, but I want, I'm going <laughs> to give you a last word here in just a second. But we've given the people so much to think about. And I, the last point I want to leave before you have the last word, because I like to live, give my guests the last word, is you are in control of this. And you got to stay away from toxic influencers, social media, TV, movies, video, family members, whoever. You don't want toxic people in your life. You want uplifting, edifying, positive people to encourage you. So please take a look at who's influencing you because you're being influenced every day, whether you realize it or not. And you need to be very cognizant of that. So Nicole, you get the last word today. I get the last word. Oh, thank you. This was such a great conversation. (laughs) I, I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Well, I guess what I'd like to leave the listener with is I, I want you to remember that beliefs are just thoughts that you think over and over and over again. So they become part of your programming. It does not mean that they are any less under your control. They're actually completely under your control because you are the creator of your thoughts. When you make the decision to be the creator of thoughts that serve you, you will see your life change. So I hope that that helps. I hope that you, you know, if, if, that, if I leave you with that, that that will carry you far. If you take that to heart, that is what Robin Sharma says is a brain tattoo. People need to realize that your beliefs are your own beliefs and they shouldn't be your spouse's belief, your friend's belief, whatever. They should be your beliefs. And if you don't like your beliefs, like you just so eloquently said, Nicole, change them. (laughs) So it's not that hard. (laughs) Nicole, where can we go to find out more about you and what you're doing in the world? So you can come to my website at nicolelano.me and um, I'm actually having a free workshop in a couple of weeks where I talk about visibility and how to step out and be the most powerful version of yourself. It's a free five-day workshop that we'll be running and you can go to nicolelano.me and it's forward slash workshop and you can register for that. We would love to have you. Now, because most people listen to the show, the first 24, 48 or 72 hours, today is May 28th. So what is the date of your workshop? The date of the workshop is June 14th. All right. Flag day. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole, this has been an awesome uh, show. I do thank you for being on the show and sharing your insights with us. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stucheski insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.